Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by Michelle Flynn, who's Guidance Counsellor with Career Hub. Hello, how are you? Hi Louise, how are you? Good. So we are kind of into it now. We've had the weather, but the Leaving Cert and the Junior Cert are kicking off tomorrow. What should people be doing at this moment and kind of over the next two weeks? Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose, as you mentioned, uh, this is the eve before the big day tomorrow, which is the Leaving Cert and Junior Cert. And there's been so much time and preparation be put in now by their students and obviously parents are feeling it as well. So moving forward from this evening and going into tomorrow evening and, and right up for this week and next week, depending on how long your exams last. I suppose it's so important when tomorrow is over I suppose people will be used to the system they'll have sat an exam they'll know how to write their exam number the panic of over forgetting things all of that will subside and I think it will all be about getting through the exams then for the rest of of the next few weeks I suppose the biggest thing um, I kind of really advise even parents to do if they can is they always feel they can do nothing but I suppose Mm -hmm. to print off the Leaving Cert timetable, for example, stick it up in the fridge in a couple of different places so that everyone knows that, you know, whoever in the house is doing the exams, they need to be there at four. I know tomorrow it's very obvious that English Paper 1 is in the morning at half nine and people know that, but moving into the exams, there's some exams in the afternoon, in the morning, and, you know, just to make sure that's not an obstacle or a problem that you don't get mixed up or that it's clear for everyone in the house the next week or so that uh, you know where you're going. So that's obviously a big thing. And I suppose just to... Plus the fact that you're going to be nervous, everyone is. Some show it, more, some people show it more than others. But I suppose get tomorrow over with. That's the first hurdle, and you'll begin to relax into them then. And I suppose everybody who's doing them has done a lot of revision up to this point. How would you advise them to go now into these next two weeks? Should they be revising in the evenings as well, or should there be a yeah. cut off point? Absolutely. So I suppose it's going to be natural that you'll kind of finish one exam and move on to the other and start revising. The kind of things that I would definitely recommend would be, first of all, looking now at techniques. So it would be like uh, the paper in three days' time, what's the question with the highest mark? Working all that out and doing a practice run of that, for example. A key thing is to get your timing. So spend a bit of time, we'll say tomorrow evening for your next exam, going through, okay, how much time do I need to spend in each section? That's crucial mm-hmm. um, to making sure that you get through the exam. Having, you know, I look over key, things like keywords, so moving into things like math, looking up your formulas, just, just brushing over things. I suppose intense study, you know, the night before is not really suggested. Of course, looking over, maybe practicing a question, looking at your keywords, your notes, like the knowledge is there. It's just to kind of make it, uh, you know, freshen it up the night before. More important than that is, as you've mentioned there, getting out for a walk, getting fresh air. You know, it's a marathon, if you like. You know, you've mm-hmm. got to take it step by step. Uh, you've got to eat well. You've got to relax and tune out as best you can um, to really make sure you're maximising your chances. Each paper is, is just as important as the next, so you need to be able to sustain right to the end. And during the exam, when you're sitting there, you have the paper in front of you. If you go blank for a minute, are you better to kind of put the pen down and just give yourself a couple of minutes to Absolutely, think. yeah. And I was saying to I had um, a career hub, I just ran an Instagram to support questions and um, a lot of students are saying things like, I, ha- I can't remember anything for tomorrow yeah. and they're beginning to panic and I'm going to go in and I'm going to write nothing. And I suppose you have to trust the fact that you're nervous and when we panic or get worried, you know, we can't remember things or we can't speak right and things like that. Mm-hmm. So when you get in there tomorrow, I would definitely take a few minutes uh, to sit back. And there's a great video there on the, the um, state examinations commission they published it there a couple of days ago on what to expect tomorrow when you literally see your booklet and it's a great way to kind of um, bring you into it like mm-hmm. how to write your exam number what the booklet's going to look like I know you'd have seen that for your pre's but I suppose we have to remember this Leaving Cert cohort have not sat a, a state examination before because of COVID so yeah. 
it'll be really important to watch that video maybe tonight, kind of get a sense of relief that it's, you know, it's straightforward. And then tomorrow, sit there and if, if you do go blank, read through the questions, jot down a few keywords, you know, do a diagram or two and just don't feel you have to launch into writing an answer straight away. You don't. Brainstorm, keywords, picture, anything that comes into your mind. Take your time because I think once nerves do subside, uh, subside um, you will get more confident and knowledge does come pouring back. It absolutely does. Absolutely. The, the information is in your brain. It will come out. Yes, yeah, <laughs> 100%. It, it does. You just need to breathe and relax. Yeah. yeah, as much as you can. I know, as much as you can. Absolutely. And then the exams, once they're over with, then there's the CEO, which is happening deadline is July right? Yes that's very important I suppose so for obviously the CEO opened back in November and students have made their choices some are 100% sure some are not and some don't know yet so I suppose the 1st of July is the cut off point for any application to the CEO and it's so important that if you are applying to third level next year that you've checked your courses that you have them listed I suppose the key thing is in terms of preference and I would say a, a normal kind of mistake to make at this time of year is to panic and think that after my exams, there's no way I'm going to get the points for such and such a course. Mm-hmm. And then you change your CEO based on that. That's probably the worst thing you can do because, you know, points change, supply and demand changes all the time. And especially after COVID the last couple of years and grade inflation, there could be a lot of changes. So it'd be so important that you stick to the courses that you want in terms of preference. So where would I love to go if there was no such thing as points? That's the key thing about your CEO list. That's coming up obviously on the 1st of July. So obviously when students get a couple of exams over, just not to forget that, to make sure that's right, your application is in and that everything is in order. And then I was one of the students that didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. What's the best yeah. course of action when it, when you're one of those? <laughs> Yeah, and do you know what? It's, it's it's absolutely very common. It's the norms and not to feel that you're alone. I suppose the career help here, I'm working with a lot of fifth years mm-hmm. now at the moment and they are, so what we do is we do a programme. So for example, we would do a bit of testing, so psychometric testing in terms of interest. That could show up like career zones, like I'm going to give you an example, psychology, architecture, mm-hmm. something in maths might be a nightmare for you. So we'd really bring it down. We'd meet, we'd go through all the different careers. And I suppose people sometimes are, don't really know that there's a course that you could do and then you could do a conversion course to bring you somewhere else in two years time so there's so many different pathways into careers and not to let the idea of points turn you off because it's it's such a big mistake to make there's so many options now there's so many um people even their 40s 50s who are going back doing conversion course i met a lady recently in psychology for example because that's a passion of hers and she wants to pursue that now as she's in her late 40s so there's so many different options and that's the key thing not to to put something down for the sake of it just to to work on it explore ideas do work experience talk to someone and, and get advice definitely and if you are looking at courses, should you be aiming for subjects that you enjoy doing? Yes, that's probably, we'll say, that the, if you think of it as a pyramid, that's like the base of the pyramid. So yeah. you've got to un, uh, enjoy them. But I suppose a key thing to point out is that in school, subjects can be very prescriptive, obviously, because you're following a curriculum. So mm-hmm. something like science and biology could be far more fascinating if you were studying things like dietetics or physiotherapy you know, than it is in school. So if you enjoy it and you're good at it and you like it and you'd like to maybe pursue it more, absolutely. But don't let things like, you know, I don't like math at leaving cert level, turn you off something mm-hmm. from engineering. You need to discover the courses and discover what what, what, what you're actually going to study in terms of modules because there's so many opportunities with every subject, you know, and that's key. Absolutely. And then you mm-hmm. mentioned fifth years there a couple of minutes ago. What should they be doing now kind of looking forward into sixth year? 
Yeah, absolutely. So now is a great time actually for fifth years. They're, you know, they're finished the summer exams, they're finished school and they've time on their hands. So I'd definitely be um, getting or saying to them or any fifth year that I'm meeting is start off by, you know, exploring different careers. Some students kind of know the traditional careers. But they don't know what they can do. Like I'm great at, for example, geography. You know, what could I do with that? You could go on and, you know, use it with DCG and do things like architecture. Look into those courses then, modules. You know, what, where do they bring you? What kind of careers? You know, go and work experience which you'll probably be doing in which you ha- would have done in fifth year as well use the summer to reach out to people working in law working in education email them even ask them what they're doing and just to kind of get knowledgeable I suppose for any fifth year it's a fantastic place to be if you can go into sixth year saying I know there's three courses there in DCU there's one down in UL that's quite similar that one in Trinity's high points but I know if I do this one in with say TUS or in somewhere else that I will get, you know, a back route into it. Mm -hmm. So it's the key thing I always say is be knowledgeable about what ways or what you can put on your list. And if 50 years can get ahead of that, it's unbelievable how, we'll say, better their six-year experiences are. I think leaving it until March of sixth year is extremely late because you're missing deadlines for Poland. Mm -hmm. People want to do veterinary. You don't know if you've got the right subject. So there's so much now. People going to Ulster, the UK. There's application posts in that that close in October uh, and and January of sixth year. So it's just to be knowledgeable and get advice and know where you're at, know what you want to look into and then start. That's that's the key thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because there's, as you say, there's so many options to get whatever. So you many, want. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, and that's the key thing. There's so many pathways, and like for all even certs, I know there's so much put into the day and the exams and one course and not getting that course and the disappointment. But like, I meet people every day who are going back, doing mm-hmm. different routes, getting foundation courses, conversion, moving careers. It happens all the time, so you have to take solace in that as well. I suppose. Absolutely, Michelle Flynn, guidance counselor with Career Hope. Thank you so much, Chan. Thank you so much, Louise. Take care.